everybody. Um, this will be probably the next episode that comes out because um, I just went. Uh, this is my All-Star 2022 recap. I did an All-Star 2020 recap. No one cared about that. It was so long ago. But this one was even better. But my content from this weekend was so like it did so well so i feel like i got a couple questions about it maybe i have to address some things about it but it was probably the best time ever even though there's like a lot of controversy around like the dunk contest all that stuff it's okay we're just gonna have some good vibes here i'm gonna tell you a little bit of a story of what we went through to get to all-star weekend nobody knows this but um to get to ohio it takes blood sweat and tears and ohio is a straight shot or what I thought was a straight shot from New York City to Cleveland. It's like an hour flight, easy, easy money. Well, let me tell you, there was like a storm going on in the entire United East, United East United States. And um, yeah, there was a cold front coming through of rain, of sleet, of snow. I don't even know what it was. High winds, just every little bit of everything, you know, a little mixing bowl. And uh, we were going to fly right into that. So we're at the airport, Kendall's with me. We're looking at the map. It's gonna go right through where we're flying. And of course our flight gets delayed a little bit. We're sitting in the airport and also mind you, all the flights to Cleveland were either full or got canceled. Like what, I don't even know, or got diverted somewhere else. Like poor, one of my coworker Josh got diverted to like Kentucky. Who wants to go to Kentucky? I don't know, but he ended up there. And it's like crazy because we're sitting in the airport and we had this crazy idea at one point we were like we're going to oh overtime mikey was with us too i should mention we were sitting in the airport and we're like let's just rent a car let's rent a car and drive eight hours to ohio and i was fully on board with this because i have a fear of flying and i knew if we were flying into a storm i've flown in storms before worst turbulence you'll ever like i probably would have like thrown up on the plane like i fruit up and I was not ready to do this. My anxiety was up to here already. All-Star Weekend was starting off with a storm, delays, survival mode in LaGuardia Airport. I mean, it was packed. Everyone was irritated. It's like, mind you, it's like 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock or something at this point. And, no, actually, it's, I don't know. It's like 9 o'clock. Event What? At night. At night, yeah. So I should mention it's nighttime. So everyone just wants to get out of there. We finally realized our plane was only delayed about like 40 minutes total. Not bad. We get on. He, he says, you know when pilots tell you the, the flight's going to be bumpy and it just raises your anxiety? I'd rather not know, honestly. I'd rather be surprised and just get knocked out of my chair. But no, he tells you it's going to be bumpy. It's only an hour ride, though, so it's not bad. It's fine. Got Kendall next to me. The plane, though, mind you, I do a lot of research on planes because I hate flying. And one, I know Delta is the best commercial airline for turbulence because they have like a turbulence tracker. And two, I know that bigger planes do better in turbulence because clearly, you know, you don't get knocked around as much. So we're on the plane. He announces severe turbulence like as we're getting into Ohio. So it's not bad taking off really. It wasn't really terrible during the flight. But let me tell you, I was trying to distract myself with Temple Run. Mm-hmm. And um, the severe turbulence was so bad that I, I'm, it's literally the plane was going like this as we got into Ohio, so, which is fine. Let me tell you something. I don't mind if it goes side to side, but if a plane goes up and down, that's when I'm out. I, I don't want to be there anymore. I start like lifting myself out of my seat. I don't want to feel the G-force. I don't want to feel 
the turbulence. I just, I'm thinking of the flight attendants. I'm like, how do they do this for a job? Kudos to them. I could never do it. But we're getting into, I keep dying in Temple Run because the plane is pushing me side to side. It's just a mess. And I'm trying to distract myself. My bakery, my little online bakery that I do is my little iPad kid game. I had no service to even play it. So all the food I was making for my little virtual clients got burnt. So it was just terrible. We get into Columbus and we're like only an hour and 45 minutes from Cleveland, theoretically. We get into Columbus and we're like, all right, it's not that bad. It's freezing. I forgot a jacket because the day we left, it was 62 degrees. So here I am thinking, oh, it's spring. No, not in Ohio. It's not spring. It's snowing. We find a taxi and we were supposed to like stay in a hotel in Columbus. But, you know, it wasn't even really snowing at the time. So we were like, okay, let's just like straight shot go to cleveland tonight and then we'll have be in cleveland tomorrow we'll wake up we'll be happy in cleveland <laughs> it doesn't happen like that okay it's not all-star weekend without a crazy story we pay this taxi driver who is like this older man he doesn't seem like he really can see over the steering wheel and we go in his big old van we load it up and we start driving and we're about 40 minutes out in the middle of nowhere and we start sliding on the road there's cars tipped over on the side and the snow starts falling down so he can barely see we're all kind of panicking we're driving 30 miles per hour on the highway it's getting really dangerous ohio i thought would be prepared for snow it's not there's no salt on the roads there's nothing no one's clearing it it's just like piling up on the highway and there's like two cars on the highway given every like two minutes so there's nobody out so we're like okay this is getting a little unsafe let's look up the closest hotel we find one seven minutes away takes us like 15 minutes to get there and this little taxi driver is like not he's not the greatest driver he stopped on the highway he tried to turn around on the highway because he missed the exit we found a like a hotel nearby and it's like this little rundown shack and we're like you know what it has a bed good enough for us and uh he pulls over at the hotel it's i was scared i was scared for my life honestly because i watch a lot of true crime mount gilead is definitely a place that like a true crime would happen i'm sorry my podcast would take place in mount gilead my like true crime podcast because no one's there so like i would do it this poor taxi driver like probably like didn't even know how to get back it was so scary we were trying to just find ways to get to cleveland and at that time by the time we like got to the hotel we're sitting in the lobby not even a hotel it was like more like a motel um it's like one in the morning 1 30 in the morning and we're trying to just ensure that we have a ride in the next day it was great and then um i think later on it was the rising stars game that was in so much fun but my first day in cleveland like wasn't my big day my big day was saturday that was the day where i really did everything and it's where i worked with the knicks i did some stuff with the hornets i went to the game the dunk contest the controversial dunk contest so saturday I got to real, like, I never really did something like this before. Like, I've worked with, like, NBA players before, but I got to work all day with Obi Toppin, pretty much. I got to make content for the Knicks. I got to follow Obi around, see behind the scenes every single NBA player that was in the dunk contest and the skills challenge and all that. I was talking to everyone. And let me tell you, the craziest thing is, like, so many of them like knew me and i felt so cool i was like this is not happening like i was like dapping people up and i was like 
is this real? This is so crazy. I was behind the scenes. I had an MBA credential is my first one ever. So that's how I was able to like get behind the scenes and everything. I was meeting everybody and I was seeing like old friends. I got to see Cole Anthony. I got to see Josh Giddy, who I never met before, who is super nice. I got to Obi's also super nice. Like literally, I feel like me and Obi are homies now. He is one of the most down to earth people I've ever met in the league. Like he is honestly so genuinely nice and will talk to you about pretty much anything. So I was hanging with him and I just got some like really great TikTok content out of it. And also I got to meet OT Tom's favorite, LaMelo Ball. I did like a TikTok with the Hornets who are also super nice. And it was really cool seeing all like the media room with all the players. I was going around to every player just taking videos of them. And I wanted to ask questions, but I was a little nervous. I'm like, what if I sound stupid? But like literally Steph Curry like walked past me while like Jason Tatum was like going up to his pedestal and like they were so close that you could like touch these guys and that's cool I still fangirl I'm not even used to it no matter how many times I go to NBA games it still amazes me which is good like I never want to get used to that feeling I never want to get used to the feeling that like little Megan used to have when she used to sit in the nosebleeds of games I love that feeling and it really made me feel like a kid in a candy store all over again with basketball it made me fall in love with basketball even more all over again and um no, I, I made some content with LaMelo. That video got, like, 3 million views. Like, that was crazy. And it's funny because the Hornets, like, follow him around with this, like, little doll, LaMelo doll. And it was really funny because he actually, like, got into the content that we were making and, like, full-on, like, inter. It was awesome. He interacted and then he went and did his thing. But, like, even just getting, like, that one minute with Melo, like, boosted my content, helped their content. Like, it was really cool how, like, quickly content really can, like, show some stuff off for the weekend. And then doing the Knicks content, like, I was just, like, taking videos. Like, Obi was practicing for the dunk contest. I got videos, like, me and him warming up. I got to see his photo shoot. I got to see all the guys' photo shoots, like, before, after. It's just so crazy. You get to see, like, their family with them. And just seeing, like, how involved, like, he is with, like, his entire team coming around and, like, everyone's taking photos with him. Like, it's just so awesome to be a part of that and, like, feel like a part of that. I feel like I'm part of Obi's team now. I'm, like, Obi's number one fan. He's my new favorite player on the Knicks. So, and, and I just got to work with, like, my team. Like, the Knicks are my team. Every, like, I, people associate my name with the Knicks, I feel, because I, I make it known that I'm a Knicks fan. When I went to pick up my NBA credential, they actually said, you're the only one from the New York Knicks, which was weird because I wasn't. I had, like, a couple other people with me. Um, shout out Tom, like, who I was with for uh, the New York Knicks. Um, but, like, it's crazy because, like, they said that to me, and I'm like, you know what? That, that's okay. I'm proud to represent my Knicks here today. And um, it's crazy because – I need to stop saying it's crazy. The experience of being, like, courtside, I was sitting, like, next to, like, Carmelo Anthony – and then Steph Curry's right here. Giannis was, like, right in front of me at one point. Like, I was literally just standing all around these players. And all the celebrities are on the side. Two chains. We all remember two chains. He's sitting with his wife on the side. Guy Fieri and his son. Uh, the Migos, little baby. It's just so surreal to be, like, within that realm and not be, like, high up just wishing I was down there. Because two years ago, I remember seeing, like, Charlie and Dixie and Addison courtside. And just being like, wow, like one day I want to be there. And like literally I was like standing courtside. Uh, I wasn't sitting. One day maybe I'll have a courtside seat. But I, I work. So like I was having a great time. I was standing right behind the hoop for the dunk contest. And that was the coolest experience just to get to see them up close doing their thing. And I feel like I was supporting them in a good way. Like I feel like I was supporting Obi. Like I was clapping really loud. I was doing my thing. And um, I think the craziest thing though was seeing Jalen Green play his highlights on like a gold chain. 
That was crazy. Did anyone like catch that? I posted a TikTok about it. He literally took his own highlights, put it in a gold phone case chain. I'm sure that thing was like $200,000. That thing is crazy. We got to find a price tag on that. I need to know. But like, and then, but I honestly, after, you know, the, the creativity thing, everyone's kind of bashing the dunk contest. I had fun. I'm not in the dunk contest. I'm not going to say it's bad. I can't dunk. All the people calling it bad, like, I want to see you dunk. Dunking is not easy. Granted, I think people were just referring to, like, I guess people, like, the creativity was so much better back in the day. Maybe it was more classic. It was more hardcore. I don't know what the dunks. But they chose really young players. You know, this is their first dunk contest. So it was really interesting to me to see up close. I didn't mind it. You know, fall seven times, stand up eight. You miss seven dunks, you dunk the eighth time. I I don't care. It's fine. And you know what? They put New York on the map. I don't care how many people hate on this. I don't care how many people hate on Obi winning. He literally brought home something for New York. And even funnier, I got to go in the locker room after, and I took a video of him packing up the trophy. And I'm like, how are you going to get that on the plane? And me assuming he's, like, taking a private jet back home, he literally was on my flight, on my Delta flight, my tiny plane back, sitting front row with the dunk contest trophy. And I actually didn't even notice it at first that he was at the front, but he had his whole fam with him and everything. And he literally brought it on the plane. I mean, to think Obi Toppin put that thing through security is just such a funny idea to me. And he literally did. So you know what? A humble man carrying the trophy home to new york city as he should honestly i would too that flight was amazing that was a 59 minute flight so chef's kiss love it this is what i do i make content and i have a great time doing it and i'm just super thankful and grateful for all that i get to do behind the scenes so i don't know i feel like there's way more to all-star weekend and i just can't think of it and it'll come to my brain eventually but yeah and that was my all-star weekend uh i'll probably post more content about it because my have i posted enough Yeah, am I still going to keep posting? Of course. It's the highlight of my life. I peaked. All right. Bye, guys. I did it again. I don't care. Keep it in. Keep it in. Just know that I'm embarrassed that I peace signed the camera.